listening to Rye 99, where we're having freaky fun all Halloween weekend long. In local news, there were six more grisly deaths last night. Those murdered include three campers staying in the North Busheltown woods and killed in downtown Busheltown, two custodians and a florist. The high today will be 81 with a 40% chance of thunderstorms later tonight. Now, back to the hits on Rye 99. <laughs> I love that song. But six more murders? This has got to be one of the deadliest Octobers on record. I mean, you expect some Hillbilly Willie related murders in the North Busheltown woods, but this is ridiculous. Even for a demon possessed pig farmer and his demon possessed daughter. You know what I blame? Climate change. All this heat's got everyone much more homicidal than usual. Maybe. What's making me homicidal is all these changes we've had to make to our store. I don't even understand how Mr. Crank can threaten to close us down. So what if we haven't made that many sales in the last six months? The rent was still being paid. Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn were still sending in the checks, right? Yes. Mr. Crank said something about how we were driving down property values and affecting sales in all the other stores. God, I hate him. He's so mean, too. All this talk about Mr. Crank is not going to ruin our mood. Not on this, the Saturday afternoon before Halloween. There's only one thing that will save us. Rewatching Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus It's an instant classic. <laughs> Watching it just makes me realize how long it's been since I actually felt alive. And they got it all so right. The songs, the jokes. Uh-huh. The goddesses, genius Kathy and Jimmy, the brilliant Sarah Jessica Parker, and just like that, Halloween is saved. And the legendary legend. The Divine Miss M, Bette Midler. I mean, are we sure this isn't a dream? Yes, you say that every time. Now shut up. They're about to sing. We were running wild and so reviled, raising Cain until we got exiled. But times are changing now. Oh, God, it's a customer. That's a fine how to do. Fine. How do you do? What do you want? One of my hit singles, Jake Gyllenhaal memorabilia, a ticket to my Madonna merch museum in the stockroom. You probably want a new crystal to align your chakras. Maybe a deck of playing cards to do some illusions with? Uh, to be quite honest, I come in for one of your sheets. Okay, we have sheet metal or sheet plastic. And the size options are on the wall, in a prime spot where once was hung a signed Who's That Girl movie poster. Who signed it? Me! It was my poster. So what'll it be? Oh, well, I'd be on thinking of aluminum or titanium grade steel, but now I'm pondering plastic. Sir, I'm going to ask that you ponder silently and get back to us. We're watching Hocus Pocus 2 on Kendall's iPhone, and if you knew us, you'd know how important it is. So, when you have made up your mind, you silently let us know, as long as it's during a scene without the witches. If you interrupt a scene with the witches, you're dead to us. These are the Sanderson sisters we're talking about here. That sounds fair to me. Frankie, I'm simply thrilled with today's turnout. I think the Busheltown Historical Society really raked in the dough, <laughs> to use a popular expression. I think so too, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. This antique coffin exhibit has been a bigger hit than we ever dreamed. I know we'll be able to afford that new wing in no time. Oh, 
praise the Lord. The hour-long lecture on coffins versus caskets was standing room only. <laughs> With this kind of momentum, I can't wait to see the public's reaction to next month's gravy boat show. Oh, hey, Mrs. P., I got another coffin here. Must have fallen off the truck or something. I guess that's why it's so late. Oh, my, that certainly does look antique. We'll need to remove the dust and cobwebs before we can display it properly. Just leave it on the loading dock, Vinny, and I'll clean it up in the morning. Whatever you say, Mrs. P. No, no, wait, what am I thinking? Tomorrow's Sunday and I'll be at church. Mrs. Butterbutter Butterchurn, why don't I stay and clean it up tonight? I don't want to keep you from them adorable children of yours. Oh, your husband. Oh, I'd stay in hell, but we do have tickets to see a new ballet based on the Twilight Saga tonight. Hey, you guys are gonna love it. I seen it last night with a group of friends, and it really made us all believe in love again. Oh, how wonderful. Vinny, you might as well head on out, too. Just leave this dusty old thing here, and I'll have it shining like a Baptist window in no time. No, oh, my falling purses. My purse has fallen. The strap's broken and all my things are on the floor. Relax, Mrs. P. I'll gather these things from the floor. Don't go hoiting your knees. Oh, thank you, Vinny. What a blessing. I understand the Kleenex and the peppermint candies, but if you don't mind me asking, what's with all these CDs? Oh, those are compact disc singles. My friend Cliff fancies himself quite the entertainer. <laughs> His new Halloween single is called Treat Sack, and he gave me those copies to hand out around town to spread the word. Both of you help yourselves. Or oh, Mrs. P, I'm only 22, and I ain't got a, what do you call it, a, a CD player. But my grandpa does. I'll take one for him, I guess. Oh, fantastic. How about you, Frankie? Huh. I may as well. It's been ages since I had a new album. Makes me feel as young and hip as Donny Osmond. Oh, excellent. Say, would you fellows mind walking me out to the car? Normally I feel very safe in Busheltown, but there have been so many grisly murders lately. My hairdresser's niece's boyfriend knew one of the victims from last week. That's too close to home for me. It sure is scary out there. You can say that again. Oh, I am glad I'll be spending my Saturday night with over 100 empty antique coffins. All right, I'll just close this door behind us here. Mr. Snodbottom, it's nice to see you. Oh, hello, Roger. I'm here for those ballet tickets you promised. We can't thank you enough. Our family loves ballet. Our son, Opie, is the only first grader in his class to know all the moves to Swan Lake. Oh, he sounds very talented. Oh, yes. Of course, our daughter, Fonky, is very talented as well. She recently won a medal for her impeccable use of grammar. <laughs> Mrs. Potter, 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 and I are very proud indeed. <laughs> I can see why. Here are the tickets, front row, center. My nephew will be happy to see a familiar face in the crowd. You know, he dances the part of Jacob the Enticing Werewolf. We'll certainly keep an eye out for him. And here's something for you. It's a disc containing a music track with a Halloween theme. It's called Treat Sack, and it would be perfect on the radio. 
at least according to the young singer-songwriter who produced it. Thank you. I'll take it, but I can't make any promises. Most of our songs are pre-picked by a computer algorithm over in Gasville. But I'll leave it here, and who knows? Maybe it'll find its way on the air. Can't say for sure that it won't happen. (laughs) That's good enough for me. (laughs) Happy Halloween, old friend. And to you, too. It's me, Rippin' Roger, getting your Saturday night started off right. Sit back and let Rye 99 take the wheel. Of course, not literally if you're driving. Here's another hit we know you'll love. They still aren't playing it. I bet Mr. Snodbottom didn't even give it to Rippin' Roger. I'm sure he did. Mr. Snodbottom wouldn't lie about a thing like that. Or... Mr. Snodbottom had a bowel attack all over the CD single, and Rippin' Roger had to throw it away because of all the bowel waste. That's the only other imaginable reason they aren't playing my single wall-to-wall like the new Monster Mash that it is. Uh, sure. Are we sure it's even safe for us to be out? Late October night, the air's a little chilly, and dozens have been confirmed dead this month. My own mail carrier, DeForest Whitaker, died. And I gave him a treat sack CD single. That one was a big waste. Rest his soul. We'll be fine. Lenny the Exterminator's party is statistically very safe. I've been crunching some numbers on my Apple Watch. What are you talking about? The odds of a Halloween party in West Busheltown, where most of the guests are over 40, the host is an exterminator, the theme is Hocus Pocus 2 realness. You look great as Sarah's magical Swiffer, by the way. Thank you, and you make a very convincing boo. Anyway, all that, plus our combined Scorpio-Virgo horoscopes and the three fully charged full moon crystals I have in my pocket equals safety for us. At least that's what I told Susan when she left for the airport. She's at a Halloween business conference in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines? Ugh. I've never been there, but it sounds really scary, too. Well, this is Sister Cindy. I better let you go. I just got back to the Historical Society showroom. I promised to clean up a new antique coffin that done got delivered late. I meant to start sooner, but I had an egg sandwich and some pickle chips with young Vinny. He needed relationships advice, and I offered it to him in a fatherly way. All right, now, that's the end of this voicemail. I currently am leaving you on your cellular iPhone. This is your brother, Frankie. Give me a call back at your earliest convenience. Well, shoot, I guess I could have just said that. Oh, that's a bit unusual. When I left here, I'd have swore that coffin's lid was shut tight. No, and who? It's me, Frankie. It's Lester. I need to talk to you. Jumpin' Jiminy Christmas, Lester. You'd like to scare the crack off of my ass. Sorry about that, Frankie. What is it? Did you leave something here at your last board meeting? No, it's... Oh, no. He's gone. He's gone. Who's gone? Lester, you got a crazy look in your eye, Lester. And why, 
Why are you grabbing that heavy bronze candlestick and, and rushing toward my head with it? It's your fault! Where is he? Where is my master? I'm right here. What has taken you so long? I had to drink the blood of a possum just after sunset. I was famished. I'm sorry, master. And where are we? I open up my coffin and find this. A sea of other coffins. Is this a misguided attempt at weverty? No, master. Your coffin was in my home, just north of here, and my wife, well, she was cleaning out the garage while I was at work. You were gone when I got back. She donated you to Goodwill. But the coffin was so old, they sent you here. Please don't kill her. I will not kill her. But I will make her my undead slave. <laughs> oh, that's fine. An honor, in fact. I agree. And now I shall feast on this one's blood before it runs cold. Oh, then I can show you where to find more. There are so many great places to hunt here on Shovel Street. Rippin' Roger, filling in this morning for Shouting Cheryl, who has been missing since Thursday. Speaking of missing, locals Frankie Fontaine and Jessica Fumbles are also nowhere to be found. Speaking of found, eight were found dead last night. And we'll have details on their grisly death after this commercial-free rock block here on Rye 99. Oh my, did he say Frankie Fontaine? I saw him just last night at the Historical Society. He was going to clean off a rather dusty coffin and add it to the show. Oh, I'm stern, Sugarlump. I hope they find him before the big Halloween festival tomorrow night. Yes, it was always his favorite. You know, I should talk to young Vinny. Hmm. You and I better get on the case, Daffodil. Not that I don't trust the new Sheriff Frog Blast, but I imagine she's got her hands full with so many murders happening each night. I agree with you there, dear. <laughs> this is shaping up to be one scary Halloween. Oh, yes. And in the name of finding Frankie Fontaine, I'm afraid we're going to have to do something very scary ourselves. <laughs> and what is that precisely? We have to skip church. Oh, oh, oh. oh, quick, I'll call Crockpot to watch the children. Then you and I will head over to Vinny's at once. Luckily, I know his address from sending him a get-well card that one time. Rippin' Roger? It's me, Terry the Temp. The agency sent me over to fill in since so many of your DJs are either missing or dead. Hello there, Terry. I'm so glad you could help us out today. Sure thing. I know I'll only be here temporarily, but as always, I'll do my best. Wonderful. Now here's the microphone. Here's the sound apparatus. Here's the button you push to mute yourself if you need to belch while you're on the air. Wow, I wonder if my friends Cliff and Kendall know about those buttons. Anything else you need to know? I think I can handle it. I filled in for Howard Stern a few days last month. Excellent. The playlist is by the switchboard. We stick to it except for listener requests. 
or else we feel the wrath of the big wigs down the hall. <laughs> Just kidding. Only one of them wears a wig. Terry, I leave Ride 99 in your capable hands for the next six hours. And now I'm going to a place I haven't been for three days. Bed. Take it easy, Roger. Oh, by the way, you're on in 10 seconds. Oh, um, uh, you're listening to Ride 99. I'm Terry, the temporary toast of the town, here to guide us all through the next six hours. It's a fabulous fall outside here on the eve of Halloween. Up next, another hit we know you're going to dig. Whew. Hope that was okay. Let's see what's on the playlist here. Hey, that's that's a lot of groovy tunes. Hmm, what else is around here? Rollades, Rolos, a rhododendron in full bloom. Hey, what's this? A CD single called Treat Sack. That sounds seasonal. And wait, is that Cliff on the cover? His name's not on it. Probably some kind of printing error. But I'd know that mug anywhere. I bet it would mean the world to him if I played it on the radio. But as a temp, I'm beholden to follow the rules of my station. Oh, I do. What to do? Oh my, Cliff, is that you? What are you doing sitting here in front of the coffee cafe with a dozen pumpkin spice donuts? Oh, certainly you don't plan on eating them all, do you, boy? Uh, no. I'm going to donate the rest to the children's hospital. Oh, what a blessing. Well, we'll be on our way. Toot-a-loo. Wait. What are you guys doing out on Sunday morning? Shouldn't you be in church? Oh, technically, yes. But this morning we're attempting to find Frankie Fontaine. Oh, he's missing, boy. And Vinny, the young man who helps us out around the Historical Society, lives just above the coffee cafe. He may have a clue to Frankie's whereabouts. That sounds fun. I'll come with you guys. Hmm. Too many people may be intimidating to young Vinny. In fact, Daffodil, why don't you stay down here with Cliff? All right, Sugarlump, if you think that's best. Oh, but please, dear, don't stop praying. You've got it, dear. Amen. <laughs> Mrs. P, to what do I owe the pleasure? Oh, Vinny, forgive me for intruding, but I've got terrible news. Frankie is missing. Oh, no, Mrs. P, say it ain't so. I'm afraid it is so. After making some calls, I found out he never made it to the 5 a.m. mass this morning. The nuns alerted the police, thank heavens. I know you spoke with him after I left for the ballet last night. Did he say anything you think is important, possibly about his current whereabouts? Oh, uh, gee, Mrs. P, let me see. We split an egg sandwich and some pickle chips as I asked him what I should do about my girlfriend, Monica. You see, we got in this big fight over how much dough we ought to spend on our Halloween costumes. He shared some words of wisdom, then I, I went to visit my gramps in West Busheltown. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, I was afraid of that. I suppose I'll have to round up the usual suspects. 
And by that, I mean ask the ladies in my garden club. Uh, excuse me, Mrs. P. I'm getting a text from my mom's. Oh, holy shnikes. My gramps' house exploded last night. He's comatose in the ICU at the Busheltown General. I better get over there too sweet. Oh, dear, that's horrifying. I'll keep you both in my prayers. Now, back to the case. I'll keep looking, Frankie. I won't give up. One way or another, I'm gonna find ya. I'm gonna get ya, get ya, get ya, get ya. One way or another, I'm gonna win ya. I'm gonna get ya, get ya, get ya, get ya. One way. No, I will not turn this down. I've been waiting 29 years for Hocus Pocus 2, and if I want to watch it on my phone with the volume all the way up, you should be down on your knees thanking me. Oh, <laughs> you're making. Quite the public spectacle here. Public spectacle? You mean like in Hocus Pocus 2, when the witches were oh, in front Pardon of me, I don't mean to interrupt, but there's been another tragedy. Or possible tragedy. Vinny's grandfather's house exploded last night. Oh, wow. Like a, a gas leak or... Oh, no. Is the Unabomber back? I certainly hope not. The cause is unclear, but that's the explosion that broke the Campbell's back, as it were. I think there's something horrible going on in Busheltown this Halloween. Isn't that every Halloween? Oh, yes, but this year seems more extreme than ever. Oh, I believe you're correct in that assumption, Sugarlump. Oh, and now we have to dig deeper, Daffodil. We'll leave no stone unturned. But don't we need to pick up Funky and Opie's onion costumes? Oh, Opie and Funky aren't going to be onions for Halloween. They're being minions. Minions? Yes, they're small yellow characters shaped like suppositories. Come along, Daffodil, we'll pick up the costumes and then leave no stone unturned. Oh, I love you when you're on a mission, dear. Safe travels. See you later. Tootaloo! Finally, time to eat these other 11 donuts and... Continue with the Disney Plus masterpiece, Hocus Pocus. Cliff, it's you. Uh, hello, Mr. Crank. Who call me Lester. Say, how's the sales down at your store? Up a tiny little bit, only 3,000%. But, you know, it's that time of year. See, I knew sheet metal and sheet plastic would turn your store into another Busheltown success story. And you guys can still sell your knickknacks. Wrong. My inbox, Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia figures are not knickknacks. And Kendall's crap is all way worse than knickknacks. New Age rocks, moonbeam pedals, or whatever. I don't know where I went wrong. Well, listen here. I'm actually glad I caught you. I wanted to ask if you'd be interested in meeting an eligible bachelor at the Devil's Night Dance tomorrow. That depends. About which bachelor are we speaking? I bet you've seen him. He makes deliveries to Mrs. Potter Butter Butterturn's butter store. His name's Jimmy Lee Curtis. Hmm. Jimmy Lee Curtis. I like how close his name is to Jamie Lee Curtis. But wait, which one is he? Is he the one that looks like me ten years ago, or the one that looks like me now? The one that looks like you now. (laughs) Wrong answer. Sorry, Mr. Crank. You'll have to roll that pumpkin somewhere else, as they say. That's okay. There's plenty of blood in the sea. You mean plenty of fish in the sea? No, there's plenty of blood in the sea. That's when the sharks come. (laughs) That was nowhere near that funny. Although Bette Midler could have sold it. What to do? 
Okay, I finally decided. I know how I can play Cliff's new single on the radio and still uphold the temp's code. <laughs> that was one way or another from the Hocus Pocus 2 soundtrack. I predict it will become the new white Christmas of the Halloween holiday. I have to thank all of you out there in Radioland for sticking with me these last six hours on Rye 99. I'm signing off, but I've got one more smoking hot track coming your way. This one's a request called Treat Sack. Penguins, bananas, 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 witching hours about to begin. Oh, what's good? You must be the temp. I'm DJ, the evening DJ. Hi, DJ. I'm Terry. I don't mean to be rude, but I just finished a two-liter Mr. Pibb, and I've got to get to the restroom. Oh, don't let me keep you. Thanks, DJ. Hmm. what's the song she's playing? It's pretty catchy. Kind of makes me wish I had some candy. And who is that singing? Josh Groban? Michael Bublé? Oh my god, she played it! Are you hearing this? I'm on the radio like Sinatra, Toby Keith, Belle Bill DeVoe, and now me. God, I'm good. Cliff, the timer went off. Oh, I didn't even notice. I was under my own spell. Sounds like me when I do magic in the mirror. Uh-huh. Thanks again for letting me do my laundry here in your basement. I haven't washed socks in six months, so they've really piled up. Well, it's not like I was busy. I've just been going through our credit card statements to see if I can tell what Susan's buying me for my birthday. You'll be 41 and I will still call you baby. You and me, halfway to 82. Oh, God. You know I have seriously traumatic feelings about our aging process. Shut up, Kendall. My new hit song's almost over. I love this part here at the end. What was that? Spanish? Oh, I don't know. I got it out of a book at the library. I thought it sounded spooky. Listen... Why is Rye 99 just dead air? They're probably so overloaded with calls about that cool new song, Treat Sack. Maybe. Although, you would think today's modern phones would be able to withstand that kind of bombardment. Listen, still nothing. What's that? This must be a little Halloween skit, right? I hope so, because that sounded like... No, it didn't. You don't know who I was going to say. Yes, I do. You were going to say the name of a certain demon-possessed pig farmer from the North Busheltown Woods. Right, because that sounded like Hillbilly Willie. I choose to think differently. Anyway, it was a skit. Listen, the music's back on. 
If it was a skit, it was a bad one. This is Ride 99. We're talking about Kendall, not the Carol Burnett show. Oh, I'm getting a text. You know what I hate more than anything? On TV shows and movies, when characters get texts and they pop up on the screen and I'm supposed to read them. You know, I have to hop up and run to the screen. It's so annoying. Drives everybody else in the theater crazy. I'd much prefer the characters just read them out loud. Let's see what this one says. It's from Charles the Contractor, and he said he scored a bitching invite to the Devil's Night Dance downtown, and he asks if we're going. No way. I'd rather stay at home, watch Hocus Pocus 1 and 2, and then Ernest Scared Stupid. So would I. That's why I turned down a blind date from Lester Crank that could have gotten me in. I'm not interested in some exclusive party at this seedy old Satan's Tomb nightclub. Having to drive there and park? Oh my God, I would rather die. Because you're mine. It isn't Charles, the best contractor in the Tri-County area. Oh, I don't know about that, man. It's true. I'm not going to lie to a person of your stature in our community. Now, who's this cute little plus one you've brought along? Oh, this is my mama, Boogie. She's more fun at parties than anybody else. Hey, mama, this is Lester. Him and his new business partner there throwing this thing here. Nice to meet you, Lester. You can call me Boogie, everybody does, on account of how much I like to boogie, which I'm sure you'll get to see here tonight. It's a pleasure, ma'am. What's that you have there in those boxes? Oh, we brought some party snacks. Mom always said, don't ever go to a party without none, or else you're an asswipe. <laughs> I can't take credit for that one. My mama told it to me when I was a little baby, just starting to boogie my way into the world. Oh, hey, uh, Where's that partner of yours, Colonel Alcatraz? That's Count Alcrod. He's from Europe. Fancy. I bet he eats exotic foods like snails and spaghetti. Not currently. He's on a liquid diet. All right, Mama. Let's set these snacks down and get on the dance floor. Shit, son. You don't gotta ask me twice. This rhythm's about to get me into a trance. That's the idea. (laughs) What's that, Lester? I said, I hope there's paya. Oh, sorry, dude. Not in the stuff we brought. There is weed in it, though. <laughs> Come on, son. Let's boogie. Dance. Enjoy. Master, it's nearly time. Yes, the hour is at hand. You've done adequate work, Lester. I was hoping for more unwilling pawns, but these will have to do. I'm inadequate, that's all there is to it! I won't insult you by disagreeing, but the dozens here will be a fine start. I've been meaning to create an undead army in this part of the world, but I just never got around to it until now. Count Alcred, you're so evil! I know you're going to become the most powerful being in America. You might be surprised by how easy it'll be. And I'll start here. 
by using the powers of my mind to control the citizens of Bushletown. Some I will turn into my unholy children of the night. And the West, well, let's just say my children will be very thirsty. <laughs> I can't wait to become a creature of the night like you, Master. Never fear, Wester. I have big plans for you. Now we... Wester, there's something horribly toxic in the air. Find out what it is. I'll turn into a mist and seep outside the window. Quickly now, you fool. Your wish is my command, Master. I can't believe we haven't found any more information about Frankie Fontaine. It's like he's disappeared. No, no one in our Yahtzee club knew a thing. Nor did anyone in my men's over 80 discipleship training class this evening. He can't just have vanished. Well, girl, there's no point in us standing around here in Mrs. Putter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter all night long. I'll call Crotpot and tell her we'll be home soon. Wait, what are those emergency vehicles doing heading over to Rye 99 across the street? So many flashing lights. I feel like I'm in a discotheque. Uh, Daffodil, this is no time for jokes. Someone could be dead. Oh, my. And that's our dear friend Roger running this way. Mr. Snodbottom, Mrs. Potter-Butter-Butter-Churn, terrible news. There's been a tragedy at the radio station. Oh, no. They're dead. Not our friend, Terry the Temp. No, not Donna from accounting. Not one Pablo, the traffic reporter. No, none of them. It's DJ the DJ. It looks like he was murdered. Oh, no. Are they quite sure it was murder, Roger? It certainly looked like it. The top of his head was torn off and the microphone was jammed down his throat. Oh, 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 the humanity. Oh, 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 my. It get worse. Worse? How is that possible? It seems the attack may have been supernatural in nature. You see, I spoke with Donna from accounting. She was down the hall gathering paperwork when it all happened. She said all of a sudden there was a strange exploding sound and the DJ booth was filled with pink flames. She heard shouting and then a bloody hand reached up and scrawled two letters onto the glass. Whatever were the letters? T.S. DJ the DJ wrote those letters during his last seconds on Earth. He must have been trying to tell us something. Perhaps something about the poet T.S. Eliot. Perhaps. Have either of you two heard of anything like this before? Pink flames, supernatural explosions. <laughs> I'm afraid we have. But what does this all mean? on here? What's that smell? Maybe it's the brownies I made. They're full of grass and chocolate chips, so the smell could be one of them. No, that's not it. It's something stranger. Oh, sorry, Lester. If you're talking about my extra garlic garlic knots, I done gave away the last one to Jimmy Lee Curtis over there. <laughs> I knew those extra garlic garlic knots would be a big hit. I'm glad I clipped that recipe from the Pioneer Woman's magazine. Dan, if I know why she wants to live on the damn prairie, that bitch knows her way around a knot. 
Everybody here loves a mama. You gave everybody here an extra garlic garlic knot. Oh yeah, they're bitching, man. But they do make you stink like garlic for a few days. <laughs> and these ones will also get you stoned. <laughs> Ooh, wee, I think my garlic knot is kicking in. I gotta dance with somebody. I'm looking at you, Lester. No, no, the plan. The master's not going to like this. Come on, man, we ain't getting married. We're just doing the funky foxtrot. A one and a two. My favorite part is when the old man tells the scary ghost pirate story. My favorite part is when they get all that candy, candy, candy. Boys, please stop discussing Garfield's Halloween adventure and get back to the matter at hand. Oh, yes. I know this is a festive Halloween breakfast at the coffee cafe, but things are getting serious. I know. It just spoils my Reese's Cup waffles a little bit if we talk about death all morning. But what does T.S. mean? Why so many murders? And pink flames, that has to be Hillbilly Willie. Oh, my. Do you still think that was a skit on the radio yesterday? No, I guess not. But what connects Hillbilly Willie and T.S. and Rye 99? Speaking of, I wonder if they played my new song, Treat Sack, again. Not to minimize DJ the DJ's death, but... These are just the things an artist wonders about. Did you say treat sack? T.S. Treat sack! Cliff, we heard Hillbilly Willie on the radio right after your song was over. Treat sack must have been the bloody message DJ the DJ was trying to send. Here's another T.S. for you. Tough shit. That didn't mean anything, Kendall. <laughs> if only there was some way to be sure. Oh my, I'm getting a call on my cellular phone. It's young Vinny from the Historical Society. Oh, uh, hello, Vinny. Oh, oh, how wonderful. His grandfather's out of his coma. He said what? A CD single. Oh, no. Vinny, I'm so sorry. Yes, yes, I understand you have to go. Goodbye, dear. We'll speak soon. What did he say? Vinny's grandfather was attacked by a pair of demon-possessed monsters. Oh, my. They exploded onto the scene right after he played Cliff's CD single. Oh, I feel terrible. I gave him that compact disc. That doesn't mean a thing. Two crazy coincidences is all. I'm afraid not. The monsters said it was the song that summoned them. But, what? It's just a song. Wait. What about that part at the end, the, the stuff in other language? It was gibberish I got from a book in the library. It didn't even mean anything. What book did it come from? <laughs> well, that's kind of a funny story. See, I saw this book from a distance, and I thought it said, The Book of the Incredible Elvira. So, of course, I grabbed it. But it was not about the Mistress of the Dark after all. It was the Book of Infinite Evil. <laughs> Oh, the Book of Infinite Evil. Oh, heaven help us. Oh, oh, the horror boy. Oh, we have got to get the word out. People can't play your song or it will summon Hillbilly Willie and his demon-possessed daughter. Lives are at stake. Can we at least finish breakfast first? Happy Halloween, Busheltown. It's me, Terry, the temporary toast of the town. I'm interrupting this hour-long block of hits with an important message. You must not play the song Treat Sack. If you or anyone you know has a copy of the CD single of the song Treat Sack, do not play it. Keep it away from your CD player at all times. I repeat, do not play the song Treat Sack. There is something dangerous in the CD single. It could kill you and everyone you know. 
please share this information far and wide. We now return to the hits on Rye 99. Listen, all you people, try and understand. Excellent work, Terry. Thanks, Roger. I'm always happy to help. You'll be at the big Halloween festival tonight, won't you? Oh, you bet. I love dressing up. Tonight I'm going to dress up as Vecna from Stranger Things 4. Fantastic. I hear they're expecting hundreds to be on Shuffle Street in time for the big pumpkin drop at 10. I'll be there as well in my finest black suit. Are you going as one of the men in black from the movie of the same name? No, I'll be coming from the funeral home. My second cousin was found drained of all their blood a few days ago. I'll be paying my respects beforehand. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. But if you don't mind me saying, adding a pair of black sunglasses to your funeral suit can make the perfect men in black costume for the festival. Or you could go as Roy Orbison. You know, I think my cousin would have wanted it that way. And there won't be many coming Master, night has fallen and it's time for you to rule Busheltown. You said the same thing last night, didn't you? I'm sorry again, Master. Charles the Contractor and his extra garlic garlic knots spoiled our plans, but that won't happen again. Well, I certainly hope not. Arise to take my place as the unholy guard of this unholy village. From the southern slope of South Busheltown to the lofty heights of the North Busheltown woods, it will all be mine. The blood will flow and this town will finally live up to its fully evil potential. Well, actually it was kind of evil before, especially up in the North Busheltown woods. See, there's all kinds of stories about these demon-possessed monsters called Hillbilly Willies that live up there. Some say it's a father and daughter murdering duo that live to see other folks suffer. To quote fellow vampire Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. They say on late October nights you can hear demonic laughter in the woods up there. At least that's how the stories went when I was in middle school. Of course, we also sniffed our fair share of glue. <laughs> Wester, Wester, Wester. Such fanciful tales do nothing but make me laugh. <laughs> Whether Sasquatch or Yeti, Mothman or Leprechaun, I know that I reign supreme. I haven't lived for centuries by cowering in the corner. Every time someone told me there was a demon in the woods. Look deep into my eyes, Wester, and you will see the power that made you mine. No, I think you're way more powerful. Plus, I really like your look a lot more. You have this bald head like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which makes you look really masculine. Then there are the buck teeth and unibrow that say I'm no slave to fashion. And those four-inch fingernails they took some getting used to. Now I think they make you look like a cross between Freddy Krueger and a guy who wants to be in the Guinness World Record book. And what about my shoes? Oh, I think spats should make a comeback. So do I. And perhaps they will. Once my army of the undead fills the streets with blood. Wise. Wise, my children of the night. 
We have such music to make. Wise. Wise. My Shovel Street is overflowing tonight. Yes, it's a wonderful turnout. I'm so glad the town can begin to heal after all the pain Cliff's music has caused. Hey, the music itself was great. One song summons a few demons, not even on purpose. You can't blame me. Remember, Kendall, remember how Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation froze up all those computers in that weird news segment? Should Janet be crying herself to sleep every night because of that? I don't think so. Cliff, you can heal later. Tonight, we party. I ate a garlic knot Charles the Contractor left in the fridge, and for some reason, I'm actually having a lot of fun. <laughs> I hope the children are okay with Crockpot. I'm not sure I should have let them go to that party at the YMCA and smack over, but Funky talked me into it. I just can't say no to that adorable face. No, <laughs> nor can I, sugar lump. That's why I allowed Opie to have Oreos with dinner instead of asparagus. <laughs> but don't worry, dear. I told him it was just a once-a-year Halloween treat not to be repeated. <laughs> I can hardly blame you. Our children bring such joy to our lives. They remind me that there is hope even in our darkest hours. Would y'all stop and take a picture of me and Kendall in our costumes? Kendall, I love how you're half Elvira and half Groucho Marx. I'm half Gomez and half Morticia Adams. Oh, okay. Who do you think I'm dressed as? Uh, the vampire Lestat. Yeah, that's right. I thought you might guess something dumb first. No, I knew right away. You know what I thought you'd guess? I thought you'd guess Mozart because of these frilly cuff things and because of the wig. I know what Mozart looks like, and you, I don't know how, but you contoured your face and it looks like an enlarged Tom Cruise's face. Plus, you have fangs. Do you want a photo or not, boys? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, look, it's one of the men in black. Not quite, Cliff. I'll give you a hint. Pretty woman, walking down the street. Pretty woman, the kind I'd uh, like to meet. Oh, uh, I get it. You're Richard Gere. It's not important. Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn, I came for you. We're in a bit of a pickle. Our MC didn't show up. Could you do the honors for the Rye 99 Halloween concert? Then at 10, you'll introduce the pumpkin drop, and after that, you're done. Oh, Roger, I'd be honored. Wait, you don't need another musical act, do you? I have a new Halloween single. It's called Tree... Oh, wait, never. Sorry, I was just so used to saying that. And wowza, is this a great coincidence or what, Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn? You and Mr. Snotbottom are dressed as Raggedy Ann and Andy. And the theme of the festival is more handicrafts, less hate. Oh, I believe a higher power was at work here, Roger. That applause means Terry is taking the stage, and you're up next, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Rye 99 can't thank you enough. Oh, shine your light, girl. I'll do it. I only wish I could have shined my light bright enough to find Frankie Fontaine. Good evening and happy Halloween, Busheltown. Shovel Street is the place to be tonight. More handicrafts, less hate. Am I right? I'm Terry, the temporary toast of the town. I'm here and happy to represent tonight's hosts, the Rye Growers Association and Rye 99. I also have an important message for everyone here tonight. A bad CD single has been distributed throughout Busheltown. It's called Treat Sack. If you possess one of the CD singles or know anyone who does, you can take it over to the roped-off area by the taco truck and add it to the pile. This CD single is dangerous and must be destroyed, so we are burning them as we speak. 
week. Again, do not play this song and destroy any copy you find. Now I'll turn things over to one of the most beloved people in town, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Nice Raggedy Ann costume. <laughs> Yours is well done as well, Terry. Your Vecna is breathtaking. Good evening, Busheltown, and happy Halloween. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, and I hope you're having a fantastic evening here at the festival, while also following several important rules of etiquette. I'll share the first rule right after our opening act. It's a band from Busheltown High called the Ringtones. Take it away, kids! <laughs> Wonderful job, dear, as always. Oh, I hope so. The crowd seemed enthusiastic about etiquette. That's always a good sign. Oh, yes. Hey, Mrs. P, you two look spectacular. The makeup must have taken hours. <laughs> it did, Lester. Thank you for noticing. Now that we've broken the ice, I have a favor to ask. My business partner... Oh, yes. We've been dying to meet him. <laughs> Charles the contractor told me his name. Let's see. I believe it was Captain Alka-Seltzer. It's Count Alacred. Hmm, that name sounds familiar. I don't recall ever hearing it before. Count Alacred would like to address the people here. He has a message of love and unity that may unite us all. Doesn't that sound nice? Oh, it sounds wonderful, boy. I am about to cry already. See? Hmm. It almost sounds like it goes with the theme of the festival. More handicrafts, less hate. Did I mention he also wants to promote making Halloween decorations out of pine cones and glitter? Oh, that sounds like a home run, sugar lump. Oh, yes, I agree. Tell Count Alacrid he can go on right before the pumpkin drop. How does it feel to see a big pile of melted plastic that used to be your CD singles? I don't love it. But if lives are saved, I can always re-record and call it a remix. Instead of using a demon summoning spell, I'll just run some lyrics backwards like the Beatles. I bet they ran into this same thing at some point. Oh my god. What? Did you find a bone in your ice cream? I did. That wasn't a bone, it was a piece of the spoon you bit down too hard. And I'm saying, oh my god, because, oh my god, it's Frankie Fontaine over there. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's been looking for him for, like, ever. <laughs> She's gonna be so happy. Hey, Frankie, it's me, Kendall. I'm good friends with Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. She's been freaking out ever since you didn't show up for Mass yesterday. Oh, sorry, Kendall. I'm more of a night person now. Oh, you work swing shift? I get it. And nice Halloween costume. Are you a paler version of yourself? I'm a whole new me. What does that mean? Kendall, he's just going to tell you about Jesus. Right. Never mind, Frankie. No, another is my savior. His name is Count Alacrud. That sounds familiar. That sounds like the name of somebody we met on our ride tour. I think we met him in... It was either London or Transylvania. I can't remember which. He was pale, too. Is that him up on the stage behind Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn? Oh, yeah. The bald guy with the pointy ears and the unibrow. You know, it was so many years ago, I remember that he was weird, but that's really all I remember. What's his deal, Frankie? Oh, he's going to rule the town. In what sense? He's going to rule with blood and death and the power of his mind. Oh, say, say what? 
Soon he will hypnotize the crowd and it will begin. Some will be made into his children like I, and some will be as that ice cream in your hand. Oh shit! He's gonna slurp the people of Busheltown like we slurp ice cream. The people of Busheltown don't stand a chance. Frankie, won't Count Alacred be mad at you for telling us? Well, he never said it was a secret. We gotta stop him. Oh no! Mrs. Putter Butter Butterchurn is about to introduce him. Thank you so much for that musical treat, Farmer Dale and the Moonshine Triplets. We are mere minutes away from the big Halloween night pumpkin drop. But first, we have a special guest. He's a visitor to our town, and I'm told he has a special message that will unite us all. Sorry, my my 41-year-old friends Cliff and Kendall are motioning something to me. I I can't tell what you're saying, boy. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, here's Count Alacrud. Good evening, Busheltown citizens. I am here to give you all a very special message. It begins like this. Infernal potentatum invocates... We have to do something. What can we do? He'll hypnotize us all. He's too powerful. He's too evil. We can't fight him. Yeah, let's just die. Maybe it's time. That's just it. We can't fight him. He's too evil, but someone more evil. (gasps) Someone or someones? We could play my song. But the smoldering pile, they burned all the singles. Duh, I have the MP3 saved on my phone. Let's go. Let's storm the sage. I'll distract Alacrid. You play the song. Away, smelly beast. You stink of the foul garlic weed. Finally, my bad breath comes in handy. Buckle up, Busheltown, and get ready to rock. Oh, oh, boys, what are you doing? That song will kill us all. Trust us, everybody. We know what we're doing. This time... Listen to me, everyone. I have you within my thrall. Don't make me repeat myself. It's working. I see pink flames over by the big speaker. Oh, shit. I think we better hide now. I am Hillbilly Willie. And I am Hillbilly Willie, the daughter of Hillbilly Willie. Why do people keep summoning us if they don't have my pigs? Or my guinea pigs. I've been looking for them for years. And when I come all the way here and my guinea pigs are not here, it makes me want to kill. I totally understand your feelings, daughter. Now, see here. You're not going to kill this crowd. I am. Why, I have a dozen of my undead children surrounding these mortals at this very second. And who do you think you are? Me? You dare question me? I am the great Count Alacrud of Transylvania. I've lived over 300 years. My sustenance, the blood of innocence. I awaken when the sun goes down because, like the night, I have no soul. I am darkness itself. <laughs> it bears repeating that I am Hillbilly Willie. The demons inside my body have all the powers of hell itself. What my dad's trying to say is that we eat bald bitches like you for breakfast. 
West, did you hear what they said? How dare you allow them to speak to me in this manner? I am your master! Oh, sorry, master. Um, well, Hillbilly Willie, you take that back about him being bald. <laughs> should you kill him, Dan, or should I? Let's share the fun. <laughs> oh, God. They just rammed all the mic stands through Lester Crank. One of them straight through his brain. Ugh. So, you've killed Wester. I didn't care for him much anyway. I will now use my prodigious powers of telepathy to ensnare your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bother. Oh no, why not? Because you can hypnotize all of the demons some of the time. But you can't hypnotize all of the demons all of the time. I don't believe it! Hear me! You are under my control! Hey Dad! Mind handing me that jagged piece of wood there on the floor? Here you go, sweetheart. No, you can't stake me through the heart. I'm controlling your mind. Wrongo. Take this. <laughs> I knew it would work. Hillbilly Willie and her father decimated Count Alacred. Yeah, but that leaves me with one question. What are they going to do with the rest of us? Now that old Bucktooth is a pile of dust, what do we do with the rest of these meat bags? Hey, what's that over there? Oh, I thought I saw my guinea pigs, but it was just an old lady. <laughs> I have a question. Who is it that keeps summoning us with the same repetitive dance song? I hate it. It's awful. And I thought the music in hell was bad. I don't know, Dad. I could see playing that song if you were trying to drive someone insane! <laughs> Who was it? Who dared inconvenience my daughter and I so many times this Halloween season? What's that sound? I'm not making that sound, are you? No, it's coming from... Above us! <laughs> the pumpkin dropped right on time! Did it crush the hillbilly willies? There's no sign of either one. Maybe the shock of the pumpkin drop sent him back to hell? Or the impact? I'm not sure if it matters or not, but the pumpkin was filled with 500 pounds of children's letters to God, asking for more love in the world. Maybe it was that hope which drove the demons away. <laughs> Whatever the cause, I'm sure it was godly, and I'm awfully glad it happened to you. Oh, amen to that. Oh, and is that Frankie Fontaine in the crowd? Oh, yeah, we ran into him. He was a vampire, but I guess since Count Alacrud is gone, his children of the night turned back into people. Oh, that's wonderful news. I am so happy for this resolution for all of us. <laughs> hey, everyone. I've spoken with the executives from Rye 99, and they think there's no reason the party can't go on. So in that spirit, let's all put on our dancing shoes and welcome our next performer. He's got two turntables, a microphone, an electric drill, and a power saw. It's DJ Drywall! Happy birthday.
Thanks, guys. We would have put candles on your cookie dough pancakes, but there wasn't room for 41, and really, what's the point? Oh, happy birthday, Kendall. I hope this year's a wonderful one for you and your whole family. I know that includes me, so thank you. Yes, boy, what I wouldn't give to be 41 again. <laughs> that was quite some time ago. All right, we don't have to go on and on about the age. Let's just enjoy our pancakes. I do have a gift. And yes, it is a musical one. (laughs) I won't let recent mishaps keep me from sharing my perfect pitch. This one won't summon demons, will it? I'm pretty sure it won't. (laughs) Take a listen. This one's for you, Kendall. I'll start with my favorite part. The confidant. What's that number you're reciting? (laughs) Here's another funny story. I had your wallet for some reason, and that number in there caught my eye. Yeah, it's my social security number. 412-776190. You can never play this song again. Oh, who listens that close? And I'm not going to spend the morning after Halloween bickering. We're going to read this instead. My birthday pancakes are getting cold. You can eat them when we're done. Come on, you read Charlie Brown's lines. Well, another Halloween has come and gone. Yes, Charlie Brown. I don't understand it. I went trick-or-treating, and all I got was this bag full of rocks. I suppose you spent all night in the pumpkin patch, and the great pumpkin never showed up? Nope. Well, don't take it too hard, Linus. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid? What do you mean, stupid? Just wait until next year, Charlie Brown. You'll see. Next year at this same time, I'll find a pumpkin patch that is real sincere. And I'll sit in that pumpkin patch until the great pumpkin appears. He'll rise out of that pumpkin patch, and he'll fly through the air with his bag of toys. The great pumpkin will appear, and I'll be waiting for him. I'll be there. I'll be sitting there in that pumpkin patch, and I'll see the great pumpkin. Just wait and see, Charlie Brown. I'll see that great pumpkin. I'll see the great pumpkin. Just you wait, Charlie Brown. The great pumpkin will appear, and I'll be waiting for him. Oh, good grief. I need you to hold me and give me all of your candy. Now, as is my predilection, Fine. the time has come for inspection. No, sorry, what? Treats out for all to see. No, sorry, what? Then just leave the rest to me. Open up your treat sack, open up your treat sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack, so open up your treat sack. Open up your treat sack, open up your treat sack. I'm ready for a midnight snack, so open up your treat sack. Open up your, open up your, open up your. Sul sentimento